welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And today, as always, I bring on the best guests. Larry Roberts is in the house. Woo-woo! And Larry has a podcast as well. And we're going to like dive into what it means to have a podcast, how you actually be successful at having a podcast, doing something completely different. Maybe being you. So, Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, I totally skip all the, the bios because I tend to read them wrong. So, um, I invite you to just, you know, just do your little 30 second little pitch. What do you, yeah. who are you? What do you do? Well, my name is Larry Roberts. I'm six foot three. I weigh about 275. <laughs> I'm a little thick, but uh, I like chocolate covered strawberries and long walks on the beach. <laughs> no, but uh, that's <laughs> no, that's my love line uh, intro. <laughs> I might be dating myself. Wrong a bit. bio. Wrong bio. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, dang it. But no, I, you know, I, I have the Readily Random podcast, and I'm the owner and founder of Readily Random Media LLC. And my focus is really helping podcasters realize that some of the definitions of success out there in regards to podcasting may not actually be success for you as an individual. Mm. I, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of play out there where people are saying, this is the way you have to be. If you're going to have a podcast and you have to do this and that and these and those. And I got to tell you, that's just not true. Right. So my, my company is. So, like, so tell me what, like, what is the standard? Like, what is the supposed gold standard out, out there that you're, you're ranting against? Well, the, the gold standard seems to be, at least when I started out was, of course, you got to be on iTunes. I mean, and that's true. You do need to be on iTunes. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not debating that me individually though. And I just, I had this rant just on the last podcast I was on. I hate iTunes. Oh, same here. I hate it. hate it. I don't know anybody that likes it. Why is it the gold standard if nobody likes the damn thing? I don't know. It's the, I don't know. You know, it either eats up all of your disk space on whatever device that it's on, whether it's your, your right. laptop or whether it's your phone. You look down, oh, my, oh, my storage is full. What in the heck? And you look and you got thousand episodes of, of three different podcasts where it's downloaded their entire library. You didn't want that <laughs> crap, right? So, or you hit play and you go, well, I sure hope it's going to play here pretty soon. That'd be kind of cool. And you wait and you wait and you wait. And, and finally, you know, after you've already had your shower or whatever it is that, you, that you're doing, when you want to listen to the podcast, you're done. Then it starts playing. So I freaking hate iTunes, but you do need to be on iTunes because like it or not, it is the number one platform for podcasting. Uh, but to find success, I, you don't need to be in the top 100, 200, whatever it is of, of iTunes. Granted, I think today I am sitting at number one in the business career section. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but it just happened to be by accident. So <laughs> it, it's not necessarily a goal. It was never a goal, honestly. Um, a friend of mine had to tell me that I was even ranking on iTunes. He had to send me a screenshot. Go, dude, did you know you were ranking on iTunes? I'm like, what? No, I did not know that. That's so hilarious. Of course, I became a little obsessed with the numbers after that. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but... I think too many people do that exact thing. They get wrapped up in the numbers yes. and judging your podcast by the numbers is really unfair to your creative process and your real individual goals for your podcast. You know, podcasts are, 
they're, they're compliments to what you do. They're introductions to what you do. They're social proof to what you do. And they provide credibility. They're, they have a lot of value, but... <laughs> and here I am in my home studio. The doorbell rings and my dogs go crazy. I love it. Awesome. Thanks, um, dogs. <laughs> yeah, we, we can edit that. Um, There's oh no edits God. on this. We just go full we out. We just go. All well, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and you know why that's awesome? Because that's exactly what I do with the vast majority of my podcasts is life gets in the way. And life is part of podcasting. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's, it's not uncommon. Uh, well, I won't say it's not uncommon, but it's happened to where I'm wearing my iWatch, which I'm not wearing today because of this fact, and my <laughs> phone rings. And I'm sitting here on a podcast. Next thing you know, I got my little, my little jingle going on my iWatch, and I'm trying to spit <laughs> on it. I'm trying to hush it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. So I, uh, I totally did not expect the door to ring. I'm, I'm so sorry. It's probably Amazon, but uh, not that you care. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways. Well, now I'm curious. I think we should stop the podcast. You can go right into the door, find out what that is. I, I guarantee it's something that my wife bought. It's probably a pillow or something. I, I don't know. So it's the Ed Man. You've won the sweepstakes. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to miss out. So, <laughs> do they even still do that? Do they still have the, the, the sweep? I'm not sure, but you know, those is of us. Is he even still alive? I don't think he's still alive. Yeah, I think he's gone too. I think he's out. But anyway. <laughs> so I was saying that the podcasts provide a lot of value on a variety of different platforms and methods that you can apply them, but staring at the numbers is, is just a, it's an unfair metric. It really is because your podcast can have 25 engaged listeners, mm -hmm. right? That support what you're doing in your business as compared to 500 listeners really don't care. Yeah, you know, maybe they listened to it noise. once, they subscribed, and then they never listened to it again. Yeah, I, I, I have, you know, I have a very small, loyal band, you know, and I, I know who's loyal, like, I can tell the numbers, because it's like, when I forget to actually, you know, promote the show, you see who's listened to it anyway. Right, <laughs> right. You're like, oh, those are the subscribers. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you won't forget to promote this one, so... Uh. <laughs> end up in the trash Larry I don't know I probably, probably will after the doorbell ring you're just like yeah oh. that's it that's it you know you just have that noise in the background I can't handle it <laughs> I'm gonna be courteous and finish the episode for him but other than that you can take the train oops it got so, deleted on zoom look at that <laughs> <laughs> you know one of the things that I, I I talk about throughout even well my book you know I gotta promote that but um, <laughs> a, a podcast could be something that you simply do on this device right here which you're holding up your phone. We're not doing video. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. We're not on video. Right? Okay. So yeah, I see myself on the screen, but we're not <laughs> recording. It. So I, I made a mistake. This is my phone. So <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what platform, whether it's Android or, or, or Apple or whatever, it doesn't matter. There's recording devices on your phones these days that you can use mm -hmm. to record a podcast. Podcast that so have to be cool. 30 minutes. Go ahead. What was that? Uh, that is, it's so cool. I've actually, I've been traveling and I've used my phone to record an episode. It wasn't as beautiful as when I'm at home with my mic. Sure. But, you know, it's just like, well, at least I can keep up with it. Yeah, it's functional. It, it, it works. Oh, and yeah. there are apps you can use out there to, to even edit and, and, and clean up your audio on your phone. So you don't, need to go, you don't need to spend 500, 1,000, 2,000. I've seen some programs that are $2,000 
to wow. teach you how to podcast. And if it, if I, I could, I personally couldn't do that. I couldn't charge somebody $2,000 to go get a mic and start talking. <laughs> there you go. That'll be $2,000. That, that, that's all you need to do. Not, I mean, that's the simplistic form, you know, get a mic and start talking. Yes. But you know, not everybody can do that. I mean, I jumped into it with a fair bit of ease because I've had years and years of speaking and running workshops sure. and, you know, running webinars where most of the time I was talking to myself. So, you know, doing a podcast didn't feel all that foreign when I got on here. So, well, and, and that's one of the things too, that, you know, you asked me maybe uh, what I'd like to rant on and, and, and being unique Right. The one unique thing about being unique is is the you that's in the word you unique. It's you. And a lot of people can't be themselves when they get in front of a mic or behind a mic or whatever you want to call it or on a screen. Heaven forbid you try to do a Facebook live and you don't <laughs> like people seeing you, you know, and you get on the mic and you talk like this. Oh, my and goodness. You just have to if, if you can relax and just speak yes then you can do some great things with the podcast and a lot of people go i can't do that there's no way i could do that yeah you can but it's going to take time I, I mean i've been podcasting now for about three and a half years and i've still got plenty of room to continue to grow in the art of podcasting uh, sometimes i still catch myself i go into podcast mode and then i'm just <laughs> talking and yeah, here's the top hits, and it, it sounds all, all wannabe DJ, and that, that's not good either. You just have to be you. Some yeah. people are going to listen. Some people are not going to listen. Some people are going to write you great praise. Some people are going to go, oh, my God, this guy don't listen to his show. Hopefully, you don't get many of those. Uh, but at the same time, you're never going to appeal to everyone. It's impossible. And if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you're appealing to no one. Right. Like setting up your business and branding and, you know, all your talking points. So what is, what would you say is the, the best thing that you didn't expect in doing your podcasting? The opportunity to interact with people like you. Aww, I would you. never know you if, if it wasn't for podcasting. We Very would have true. no connection whatsoever no. if it wasn't for podcasting. You were on my show and now you were gracious enough to host me on your show and that's the kind of connectivity and interaction that I've had the pleasure of doing thanks to a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've got, and as, as, I, as, I, as I continue down the path of podcasting, my guests seem to get bigger and bigger as far as the exposure levels that they can provide. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got an episode coming out Monday with a Super Bowl champion. He was on the New England Patriots. He was a linebacker for, for the New England Patriots at Super Bowl 36. Very cool. How in the heck would I ever talk to a Super Bowl winner if it wasn't for a podcast? Right. Never. Never. Right. You know, and, and there's some other guests that I've had that are just mind-boggling. And I go, wow, I have learned so much from these people. And I don't want to just say that the big, high-profile-ish guests are the way to go. I've had some extremely inspiring episodes with just your average cat you know just your average person that that had a struggle of some sort whether it was a struggle with addiction whether they were a survival uh, a survivor of sexual assault um a survivor of of, of violence in a marriage uh, 
I've met so many people that have been empowered over the years through various means. And I've been inspired by their stories and I've had the, the, the opportunity to share their stories and hopefully inspire others to either seek help or learn from previous experiences. Yeah, that is I mean, such a gift. It really is. I mean, it's, it's about the human connection. Well, at least, you know, for those of us like you and I who are showing up authentically, who are, you know, it is about having a real conversation, then you get to meet the most interesting people. I, I would yeah. say it's probably the, the number one thing for me as well. You know, I have, I've made friends, I have cheerleaders, you know, and now that of course I've got the book launch coming up very shortly. Yeah. Um, probably by the time this airs, it'll be out. I have a whole list of people who are willing to put that out to their list as a result of the podcast. So, right. you know, sometimes it's not the direct result of, Hey, I'm putting out this podcast every week and that's bringing me a new client every week. Not necessarily, but there's a lot of other things that come from podcasting. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, I, I didn't even touch on the fact that you, you could gain your clients from a podcast and I've done that. I mean, I've gained clients and I've gained friends that I've gained clients that became friends and it's, it's just an amazing path to walk to, to, to see where you go from, you, you got so-and-so that's scheduled, you don't know this person, you get on there, you talk to them, amazing show, amazing story, amazing time recording the show. And then you find out that, well, maybe my business can help them get their message out there even more so. So they, they hire you to uh, potentially build them a one sheet so they can start marketing themselves or expand their reach of their podcast by a variety of different techniques. Uh, and it, it all just kind of snowballs and it, it falls into play. Now, I don't want to make it sound like it's super easy. <laughs> I said it all falls into place, but it, it gives the opportunity, it provides the opening or that pathway or that doorway to walk through mm -hmm. where things can fall into place. But it's still, you, you still have to be you. You still have to come through and you still have to work the business angle as well. So you have to have that, that great balance between genuine content, right? Genuine content that regardless of what the outcome from a business perspective is, and then also the business side. So it's, it's a constant balance. And one may out, outweigh the other at times. But my goal, in all honesty, is to make sure that this side over here, where it's the content, the meat of the podcast, always exceeds that of the business side. Now, I may be shooting myself in the foot there, but that's fine. You know, I'm an emotional guy. I want the emotional connection. I want to feel whatever this person is telling me and sharing with me. I, I, want, I, want, to, I want to harness that and learn from it. And yeah. if I can apply it, then great. You know, I, I would see that as, you know, that long-term game versus the short-term game. Because for so many people, they're, you know, they're tr striving for the instant results because they're desperate for money. Um, but making deeper connections with people allows you to build something that is sustainable in the long-term. And eventually you get to a place where you're not having to put all that constant massive energy into to keep it going. Whereas if you're always going for the short-term hit, the short-term hit, short-term hit, you're always feeding it with massive amounts of energy. But developing relationships, you know, eventually you're able to ride those relationships in a way that 
you know, it's, it furthers your business. And so you're, you're kind of like sailing up with everybody else. It's like, you've got more wind behind your sails because of all these people. Definitely. And that, that's what's honestly got me through life is the connections that I make with people. I would in no way be where I'm at today. And in all honesty, I'd be dead. I would, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. 100% because I was yeah. an alcoholic. And if I didn't have the connections that had other connections, I wouldn't have been able to get the help that I got. Yeah. I was, I was literally dying that day that I made that phone call that said, I need help because I knew if I had, if I didn't get help that day, I was going to, I was going to die because I was an alcoholic and I had been on a bender that would blow your mind. It's, it's just, it's my, I don't, I didn't know wow. people could drink that much. And I reached out, I said, dude, I need help. He called another mutual friend who just happened to live right next door to a doctor that is a partner in one of the most premier recovery centers in the nation. Mm. And within hours I was there and I recovered and I'm better than ever now, but it's the connections that allowed that mm. to happen. Yes. If I didn't know so-and-so and we didn't know so-and-so and he didn't live next door to so-and-so you see the there, there's degrees of separation there, but because of those degrees of separation and being able to to cross those those paths boom i'm here today talking to you enjoying your company so it's it's pretty awesome <laughs> the wonders of technology and podcasting right yeah so what are your let's pick your brain um what are your top tips for promoting the podcast so you've already got your podcast up it's running and how do you get more people listening yeah I, the way that i've done it in some people call it spam, but I don't believe it's spam. Uh, I, I tweet one, out, one tweet per hour for whatever episode is, is running that week. And that episode gets a full week of 24-hour tweets for seven days. And, wow. you know, I hear some Twitter bombing. And Twitter bombing to me is hundreds of tweets per hour from multiple accounts. And it's just, it's just nastiness. I believe my one tweet per hour is sufficient because especially for the platform, it's there and Twitter's moving so fast mm -hmm. that you need to have repetitive content out there in order for people to actually take notice. So, so are you posting the same post every hour? No. And this is where it gets a little, <laughs> it, it gets, you have to commit to this, this yeah. method requires a lot of effort. I don't have a, a VA doing this. I have nobody doing it but me. So wow. I, re I record my episodes and then I sit and I listen to the episode and I take tweets from that episode and I'll do about, about 12 to 14 tweets and each one unique with a link to the episode. Then I will also do, I'd say probably eight to 10 pieces of unique artwork, art, did I say that right? Artwork. Yeah, I did yeah. say that right. It sounded like I didn't say it right to me. I don't know. Sorry about that. Uh, art. And uh, it's a tough word, man. It's a tough word. But I'll tweet those. I'll set those tweets up in a scheduler with the artwork and rotating. And I do it for a full week. So, you know, each day I find myself scheduling another day. Sometimes I feel like scheduling two days in a row. So I do that so I can take a break. Mm -hmm. But once you get the tweets written, and you, and you get them in a cycle, it's just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, schedule, yeah. and you're done. But it takes a lot of commitment to sit down and write those tweets. It's several hours worth of creative measure on my part to create those tweets and the artwork to go along with them. But that's one way that I do it. And, you know, another way is, is I use Instagram. Now, I don't 
power Instagram like I power tweet. Uh, Instagram gets a couple of posts a week for that particular episode. Uh, and it'll be the same post that it'd be like a tweet, you know, similar information there. Um, regrettably, uh, I need some more followers on Instagram because you got to hit 10,000 before you can uh-huh. put your post. You know, you got to earn that right to put that up there. So I, I need some Instagram followers because right now there's a hack and I don't know if people use it, but I, I, I learned about it. You take the link and you put the link to the episode in your bio on Instagram. So you oh. can't still put a link. Sneaky, sneaky. Look at the big brain on Lair. So you, you could put it up there and people can go to it, but you got to say, you know, links in the bio, that kind of thing. So right. it, it, that's not as cool as just being able to put the actual link right there in the post. So that's coming. It's coming eventually. Yeah. I'll get there. I wonder if, uh, like, I know there's services where you can actually buy followers. If, uh, if Instagram would penalize you for buying 10,000 followers so that you get to that marker. You can definitely do that. You know, there's plenty of those services out on Fiverr. Mm -hmm. Um, but if they catch you, you're banned. I mean, it's just, you see, you're taking that risk of losing your entire account. And if you have 500 followers, right? Legitimate followers on Instagram, they're gone. And now you're stuck with all these fakies if you even have that. So um, I love the concept of getting to 10,000. And honestly, I know a bunch of people that have done it and they've done it successfully, but I, you know, I can't endorse that. I can't think. (laughs) I can't say go do it, but uh, no, it's, it's, it might be worth a roll of the dice. I don't know. So I haven't done that yet, but don't think it hadn't crossed my mind. (laughs) It might be one of those things if, you know, if you're close bump it up with another thousand. The odds of that being flagging is probably not going to hit it, but right. Yeah. Right. Just interesting. You know, if, if you jump overnight to 10,000 from 500, you're probably they're going to go, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Right. But now there's some people out there that you can, you can buy, right. You can hire and they do it over a month, two months. And you know, you, you get maybe a hundred a day and you just start building that way. And, and uh, maybe then your followers jump to 200 a day or whatever it may be. They progressively give you more and more followers to hit that 10,000 mark. That to me would be the safest way to do it. Absolutely. But, yeah. Again, but it's not still- endorsing. Not endorsing. <laughs> Neither of us are endorsing this behavior. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, and but- it does speak to, I don't know, like there's, there are, aspects of business that have that you know you you need to present a certain front and it's a bit fake like you know we've talked about books you know they like I have my first book was an Amazon bestseller I left because I'm an Amazon bestseller and I never even got a a royalty (laughs) right yeah I mean if you know the trick to being a bestseller on Amazon you can be the bestseller on Amazon in multiple categories and you may never even see a penny Right. From that book. Right. And, you know, so it's, it's a title and yet it's a title that still has some credibility. And so even though there's some fakeness to it, it's, it's still worth going for some of these things because we all need to work the system. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to find ways to establish yourself and there there's, this sounds bad, but it's it's just a fact. You got to get a little you got to get a little sneaky sometimes, a little crafty mm-hmm. sometimes, because mm-hmm. I can promise you that everybody that you're competing against is. is doing it exactly. You you can't tell me that the people that are up there on the on the new and noteworthy uh, of of iTunes that haven't released an episode in six months, they're not new, they're not noteworthy, 
but then <laughs> they know somebody, you know, they're doing something to keep that up there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, 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 you do have to learn how to play the game. Yes. And it's it's that way in everything. I, you know, I don't I don't mean to be kind of condescending to life, but it it, it is a game. And if you figure out the rules, then you're going to rock and roll. But if you don't figure out the rules and and figure out how to maybe bend those rules a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Put the link in your bio instead of you know. Yeah, you know, you got to work with with what is and sitting back and going, oh, I can't do it. Uh, like that doesn't get you anywhere. You're like, all right, how do I work around it? Right. And that's one of the big things. You got to be a problem solver. You you really do. And you have to be a creative problem solver. Uh, Because again, if you stay within the confines of, of what they've established as the rules, you you can't break through. You just can't, you just can't because everybody around you is, is doing something not wrong, but (laughs) maybe not as right. A little bit. Yeah. A whole lot. Not as right as you are, but yeah. You know, so it, creativity is key. I mean, if you really want, if you're really wanting to judge your success based on your followers, if you want to judge your success on numbers, mm-hmm. which we are programmed to do in everything, yeah. we are programmed. I mean, we have numbers in grade school for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I can say on here, but uh, <laughs> it's the inner <laughs> dominatrix show. I, I think yeah. you say the word fuck. Don't make me crack, crack that whip. I think I crap. I, don't make me crap that whip. Oh, that'd be horrible. But you, you have to start thinking beyond numbers, man. We can't just live our life in numerals. We have to live our life in tangibles. Mm-hmm. And tangibles are what you produce or what you are able to produce from your efforts in your podcast or in your website or in your, in, in, in your gimp suit or whatever it may be that fits your personality and, and your particular brand. So run with it. Yeah. You know, kind of bend the rules a little bit. Get out there. Don't and here's here's the hang up. And and you you hit the nail on the head with, with your book. You know, I happen to have a book as well. Ta-da. I know we're not on video, that's why I'm holding it up. Video. Yeah, I know. I'm, just, I'm, I'm being cheesy. But you know, it was also Amazon number one bestseller. And I also struggle with the credibility of saying I'm an Amazon number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and saying that. Some people just go, oh, my God, this guy is such a joke, right? So right. I try to avoid that. I try to avoid even mentioning it, you know? I, I, I really thought that it was going to be something that would help me tremendously. And, I mean, look, I am holding my book. I did publish a book. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that many people don't do in their lives. So Absolutely. It, you know, I've got an ISBN number right here. It's, it's a real book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But – I try to avoid that Amazon number one bestseller just because of the cheese factor. It is so cheap. You know what I mean? I just leave out the Amazon word. Yeah, just best, exactly. Best-selling author. You have to say best-selling author. You say Amazon and anybody that's ever been around the business of, of self-marketing promotion, they know exactly what you've done. Right. You learned how to, what'd you do? You gamed that system. Right. There, there are tricks to the trade of being number one on Amazon. Absolutely. And as soon as you learn them, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's a given. You're yeah. going to be a, you're going to be a bestseller, but, and I'm not going to give that away. If anybody would like to be a bestseller on Amazon, please contact me immediately. <laughs> no, I don't no, do I that. Just, yeah. Although this time around for, for this book coming up, the, um, the inner dominator's guide to becoming a badass. In business, yeah. I am targeting for actually number one in all of Kindle. 
Okay. See, now that's that's legit. That's that would be like, that's legit. Right. And I will beat Trump because he's still up there in the right. So I've, <laughs> then I can say that I legitimately beat Trump. So that that's the goal, huh? Beat. Yeah, that's gonna be my tweet. Help me beat Trump. <laughs> Man, you will sell a million. I guarantee it. You'll sell a million. But no, and and I've got another book that's in the works, and I'm gonna take it from a different perspective as well. Um, uh, this book that I, I did, it was a challenge, a uh, 30 day challenge. I don't mean it was a challenge. Like it was challenging to me. I mean, I joined a group and it was a, a, a 30 day challenge to write a book and become a number one bestseller. So uh, I was one of the two out of the group that actually made it in the timeline and I love it. I mean, it was a good accomplishment, you know, but I paid, I paid, I had to pay money to be in this group. It wasn't oh, just yeah. for fun, you know? So I hired a coach. I learned the tricks. I wrote the book. And it's funny because I actually started over on day 10 of the oh, 30 wow. challenge because I was writing it and I got real emotional into it. You know, I'm like, Oh, when I was a little kid, my dad beat me. And then uh, mom just, uh, you know, nobody gives a shit about that. It's a book about podcasting for Christ's sake, you know? <laughs> Take that shit out of there, dude. No one wants to hear your trailer park story, you know? So I, I had to delete all that shit and start over. So yeah, I, I took it to the next level. I wrote a best-selling book in 20 days. Because after getting all that shit out and writing about podcasting, it all just started to flow. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, I, I, my next book, like I say, I'm taking a different approach, but I'm still not going to have the trailer park stories in there or anything like that. But it's 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 going to expand on people being people, people being themselves and people yeah. learning how to tap into the energy and the success factors that they have that are just ingrained in them. Yeah. Everybody has it. Everybody has it somewhere and it's finding it and tapping into it and capitalizing on it. That is the key. And I say I'm writing this book, but it's taking a lot of research. It's not just coming from Larry's dome. Uh, this goes well beyond my capacity to just write about it, but it's something that is to me, it's, it's just, it's an awesome topic and it's, it's very beneficial if you can learn from it or if you can learn how to do it. So that's where the next one's going. So look for that. I love in, uh, it. I'm it's gonna be it's gonna be longer than thirty days though. I'm I'm not gonna Okay. <laughs> not gonna rush this one. No. <laughs> it's okay. I did uh the very first one. I actually I had a lot of the content written, so I, I pulled I had this whole daily email series, so I pulled a bunch of them together and I sat down in one weekend and I, I wrote the forward, the backwards, edited everything, got it all ready to go, got it off to the um my editor, and within thirty days I had a book in my hand. Nice. So, talk about yeah. But I was on a I was on a mission, and it was like, okay, let's let's get this going. So I have yeah. ability. So you know, there's and people are still saying they they love the tools that are in there. It's still helpful, but you know, definitely this next one was uh, a, a different project indeed. But there's you know, all of it is good. Like they're all helpful. They're they're all tools for growing your business. Yeah, one hundred percent. And even writing my cheesy little book. It, it still made me think. It still challenged me. It Ooh. still made me find some ways to, it, I mean, it helps me speak today just writing the book because sure. it, it's almost like a script yeah. that I can use for my life. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? As far as my business goes and as far as podcasting goes, I, I repeat a lot of the things that I wrote in my book. I repeat it over and over and over again, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I don't say you know, and I try not to say um in my book. It's hard to write that um. I know. But when I'm on a podcast, I tend to, um, and I, hate <laughs> I get so mad at myself for, I used to be in Toastmasters. I don't know if you know what Toastmasters is. I do. 
I highly recommend it if you can find a good group. It's a speaking group, a professional speaking group. Mm -hmm. and they call those grammatical grunts when I was doing Toastmasters. <laughs> and any time you had a grammatical grunt, you had to put a quarter uh, in the cup for coffee. So we would have a coffee uh, pot there. And it you wasn't just everybody's coffee. <laughs> oh, I did. Yes. You bet yourself I did. And we had these, you know, like the, the, the help bells when you walk up to the counter of a, like a hotel and it goes ding. Every time you said a grammatical grunt, everybody had one of those in front of them and they would ding you. So now you got ding, 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 ding. It sounds like Christmas in there. <laughs> and your entire focus is gone. Yes. So they, 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 they force it out of you. At least that, wow. the group that I was in did. It was a blast. I wish I was still there, but uh, th that was a lot of fun. Oh, uh, okay. I know we could talk for hours, but this yes. is supposed to be a half hour show. Okay. So I think that's a good point to wrap it up. And if you want to tell people where they can find you. They can find me on the interwebs, of course. Readilyrandom.com is my website. Uh, the podcast is on iTunes. It's on every platform out there that you could possibly imagine. Google Play. It's on Spotify. Right now, if I talk to Alexa, I don't want to wake her up. Oh, she's awake now. If you say, Alexa, play Readily Random, she sometimes plays it. Otherwise, she goes, I cannot find Readily Random because she can't understand what the hell I'm saying. But I'm on, I'm on Alexa, so you can, you can go on there if you can get her to, to, to find it. But I, I'm everywhere, honestly. I'm everywhere that you want to be. YouTube, Facebook. Facebook's great. Find me, Larry Roberts, on Facebook. Uh, I also have readily random on Facebook. It's it, everything is readily random. Twitter, readily random. Instagram, readily random. Everything's readily random. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Larry. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the inner dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready, own your inner dominatrix then hop over to my website innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold sexy fun-filled life